Welcome to Isabel Wellman, the podcast with me, Isabel. I created this podcast because I strongly believe that living a healthy lifestyle is about equally nourishing your body, mind, and soul. It's not about enduring crippling decision fatigue or working yourself to death in a gym to establish the perfect body. You feel centered in who you are, energized all day, nourished from food, radiant in your skin, and enthusiastic about who and what you devote your time to each day. Living a healthy lifestyle is about learning how to come back to your center when you're emotionally triggered, knowing the value of saying yes to time-saving investments, and spending ample time outside so you feel completely satisfied when you lay your head on your pillow at night. You value choosing quality over quantity. You choose to understand your cyclical nature and accept yourself as an energetic being. It's time to take a deep belly breath and gear up for the ride of your life. Welcome to the podcast. We are back, back, back to the Isabel Wellman, the podcast, the show that explores the magic of being human with me, your host, Isabel. Today, we are diving into part five of the astrology series. And today, I will be giving you five examples of how to synthesize points of a birth chart. These are random points that I've selected based off of charts I've read, points out of my chart, and random examples so that you can get a better understanding of how to combine the signs, the planets, the houses, and the aspects all together along with the elements. We will be coming back to what I mentioned two episodes ago in episode three about seeing the signs as the what seeing the planet as how the energy is expressed, and the house as where in your life you can see this come to life. When I look at a birth chart and I'm reading or consulting with someone else, I like to make it easy for myself by creating a little bullet point list and writing down their information in this way. So if you if you want, if you've been writing everything down, taking notes, I highly recommend you pull all that back out because class has begun. (laughs) And the element is the first thing I look at. Again, there's water, air, earth, and fire. Look at that first. That's going to give you a overall view of the baseline operating system of that planet for that person. Then you have the sign, the what. What sign is it out of the 12? And then the planet, the how. There are 10 different planets. Look at those. And then the house, the where. Again, 12 different houses. And then the aspect. What aspect is it? On the last episode, episode four, we talked all about the five different aspects for basic intermediate astrology. That is all you need to know for now. That is all you need to know for exploring this in your own birth chart and the birth chart of others. I promise it is intense enough this way. So after each example, I'll give you a question or a few that you could use to make this applicable to your life and find an answer. Of course, these are not your specific 
unique placements. So I understand if they do not resonate, yet you can see by the element, sign, planet, house, and aspect, why I cultivate this question. And these questions are what make astrology. In my astro consults, I typically describe the character briefly for sun, moon, and ascendant or rising. Those are the same thing, as you know. And then I ask questions prior to other placements because I want to know how the energy is activated. This is what makes it unique and practical. The quote from last week by Jason Fleming where the birth chart isn't here to promise us anything is so freaking accurate. We have the potential to make anything happen. And the birth chart is a tool to utilize as, all right, where do I already have these gifts, talent, tools? What do I need to cultivate to make this happen? What's going to be a little challenging? It gives you the precursor for what you're going to need to go through so that you can gear up, make sure you have the right tools, that you have some nervous system regulation practices that you can put into play that you have a mentor that you can ask questions to, that you just go ahead and take the action and learn how to take small actions so that they're not as scary. Learn how to minimize the fear factor around something by getting comfortable with it and then going for the big kahuna goal that you have after you practice smaller bite-sized bits of that same kind of energetic. I mean, are we trying to live this life in a hard way or an easy way? I kind of like to choose the easy way, but do hard stuff along the way. Because the hard stuff is the fun stuff. That's the journey. That's the adventure. You don't go rafting and ask them to bring you to the end of the trip or end of the river and go, woohoo, that was awesome. I love that bus ride. I loved watching everyone else doing the fun thing. No. That'd be boring and a waste of money. That is not the point. The point is to learn. Learn about yourself. Learn about the world outside of you from the uncomfortable moments, from the moments that our blood is high, the adrenaline is going. And that does not mean that our blood is high and our adrenaline is going when we're sitting at our computer because all we do is drink coffee from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. and look at a screen sitting in one position with a hunchback. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about cold plunging or infrared light therapy, going in the sauna, hiking up a mountain, timing yourself, running, hitting a goal, stressing your body intentionally so that you can intentionally get through stressful moments without much stress on the body. (laughs) Pretty insightful. Moving on with our astrology deep dive. That was my little coaching moment for you. (laughs) This way that I synthesize was taught to me by my teacher, Deborah Silverman. This is how I go about astrology. There are various ways that people synthesize, model, interpret energetics. It's all about what system you're learning under, what you feel in your heart and soul resonates, and your intuition. It is a combination of understanding this logically and also listening to yourself intuitively. You, as a person who may want to use astrology solely for yourself, or you want to 
talk with others and help them navigate their own worlds, well, wow, like what a beautiful gift to give someone is tuning into their energetic field. We all have energetic fields. Please just go look electromagnetic fields, body field, and Google it. Just go. And when we merge with someone, even if we're just online, your energies are merging. You can tell how someone feels if they're off, if they're on, if they're tense, if they're nervous, if they're fearful, if they're full of rage. You can tell. That's simple. That's the practice of tuning in and listening. Another great part of astrology. So let's move into the examples. Example number one, this is a collective personal example. So this is me saying this because I'm looking at a outside planet, yet it is aspecting a personal planet or two. The first element is earth. So that brings me to think, all right, thorough, logical, grounded, earthly elements here. The sign, Capricorn. All right, I know that Capricorn's Earth. Ambition, mm, drive. All right, and then the planet, Jupiter. Well, expansion, opportunistic. The house, third house. Local networking, communication, gotcha. And then I look at the aspect. What planet am I looking at? Well, I'm looking at this opposition between Venus and and Mars. And this could mean that combination, both Venus and Mars together, popular, it's adorning, energetic, playful together. So now I have all that information laid out. I'm going to bring together a few questions to understand the person I am reading to a deeper extent. So I'm going to say perhaps any of these questions. Do you desire to work in a fun, forward-moving work environment? Do you have a thirst for your work impacting your community in a positive, expansive way? Once you get an idea, is it easy for you to execute? Do you have fun working with other people and do other people love working with you? So as you can see, I'm asking questions that apply to their energetics. This is earthy, it's Capricorn, it's in the third house. This is working, communication, networking, being with other people. It can be curious, investigative. And then the opposition with Venus and Mars, it brings into another flavor or another layer of the cake. Hmm, how could these energies work together? Well, this could be, like I said, very energetic, having fun when you're working, having fun putting your nose to the grindstone and getting something accomplished, Uh, really enjoying having people around you who support you, who acknowledge you, who recognize that you are pretty good at what you're doing in that work field. Perhaps you feel adorned. You are easily recognized as someone who tries hard and not even tries hard, but does good moral ethical work. And that is why I would ask those questions. That's going to further allow you into their space and into their energy. The questions are, in my opinion, what make or break a reading. If you ask really good questions, you are going to uncover parts of someone that they may not be aware of. And 
there might be times where you need to just stop someone and give them a spiel like, whoa, your water is a lot and you're just going deep into the history of every single thing that's ever happened to you. That needs to end today. Sometimes you need to be very direct like that. Other times it's a little bit more inquisitive, investigating, understanding, and showing the reflection. That's simply all we are to one another in this life. It is time for a quick break. Get a little stretch in, drink some water. To here is what I have to offer. My favorite part of astrology is when I have my natal birth chart read by someone I deeply trust and care about. Someone I feel safe with and I'm open to explore the parts of myself that I might undermine. I love the parts that they point out that I might have ignored for a really long time because I don't want to go back to those feelings or I ignore how hard that event really was. I might even not see the talents and gifts that I have until someone is able to look and equally intuitively as well as logically point out the gift that is within me, that potential. And all it takes is a little bit of action to make it practical. I want to also give this experience to you. These hyper-personalized readings are totally curated from listening to your unique story. Because like I said, we oftentimes do not see our greatness or like to shine the light away from it so we don't look like we're all that. Yet, I wanna be able to gift you that rich and accessible tool, the practical insight, where you're able to take the information and transform how you operate as a human. Undergoing an astrology consult is not only a powerful tool for individual alignment, internal navigation, finding the flow in career or relationship in life, forgiving ourselves for something in the past so that we can actually and finally move on in the future, but it's a powerful tool to better understand and learn how to uniquely support those close to us. By supporting ourselves, we support everyone else. And you'd like to explore it, click on the link below and schedule your consult today. Moving on to example two. This is more of a collective example. So this is the element fire, quick, outspoken, the sign, Aries, leader, scrappy. And I will make a note, the element and the sign, I'm getting the element from the sign. And because each element, so Aries, Leo, Sag, they're all the same element, yet there's a little bit of a different energy to each of them. So that's where I put leader, scrappy under Aries, or for fire, quick, outspoken, because of the sign of the fire that it is. Versus Leo, I may put playful, artistic. Moving on, the planet here, Saturn, purpose, discipline, the house, sixth, health, fertility, serving others around you, and then the aspect is a trine between Pluto at zero degrees, Scorpio Sag, so on the cusp, this can go either way. So I added a couple of energetics from both because if it's on the cusp or at zero, it could be one or the other, could be a mix. 
What I wrote for this trine energy is here to create a new collective experience. Amplifying healing operates more efficiently. Intense, all in or all out about making change. Questions I would ask. How do you feel when you're unsure of the direction of your life? How do you wish to create change in society? So these are questions that are a little bit more observant. They're bigger picture. They're wider out. I'm looking at the planet and the trine when I'm asking these questions, along with the different traits or characteristics of the element, sign, and house. Example number three, personal, personal. The element is fire. The sign is Leo. So for the element, I put creative energy flowing. The sign, Leo, loving, attention, raw experiences. The planet, sun, radiant, life force energy. The house, 10th, legacy, elegance, business orientated. And the aspect is conjunction, moon, also in Leo, because that's a conjunction. Sometimes you can have a conjunction where the planets are in two different signs, yet this one is together. So this could be emotionally advanced, gentle, focused on what is happening, where they're going. Questions that you can ask this energetic type. What do you do when you're emotional? What do you think about expressing your emotions? Are you empathetic of others and of yourself? Do you feel? So those would be some questions I ask that energy. Example four, personal, personal. The element, air, communication, music, rhythm, the sign, Gemini, designer, siblings, intellect, the planet, Venus, values, material things, feminine energy, the house, 11th, advanced technology, friendship, collective, humanitarian, and the aspect is a square with Mars. So Venus squaring Mars, Venus in Gemini in the 11th house, squaring Mars in Virgo in the third house. Easily frustrated, lack of patience is that square, uh, square Mars energy or Mars Virgo in the third squaring energy. Questions I would ask for this, how do you seek balance when it comes to thinking versus doing? What are your relationships like? with people you love and people you do not love. What are your values? How do you uphold your values? Those would be questions I ask that energy. And last but not least, example number five. So this is personal, personal again. I really did my best to get fire, air, earth, water in here to give you some examples. So this one is my watery example. Element water, internal, intuition, the sign, Pisces, feeling, easily influenced, medicine, woman, or man, the planet, Mercury, ideas, observant, learning style, the house, the fourth house, the unconscious mind, roots, home, how you operate when no one's looking, and the aspect is a sextile. So, this is Uranus-Neptune conjunction in Capricorn. 
collective healing of how we view work, shift in what is accepted, area of genius, psychic abilities, imaginative. And the questions I would ask are, do you feel the vibe of the room when you walk in? At a party, would you rather be the center of attention or observe from the sidelines before mingling? And of course, you can, when you're in the moment, I'm always looking at the most important things to tell this person. You do not have time to say everything about the chart in an hour. That's usually how long my consults are. How you do it is you start with the basics and then other readings can be more helpful for going deeper into what is going on. There's only so much that we can process as humans emotionally, mentally, physically at a time. And after an hour, your mind is pretty blown up because this is deep going into the trenches, looking at myself in a raw way kind of moment in life when we are looking at the astrology chart. A lot of the times people can be hesitant. I don't want to look at my my ugh, incompetencies, my, my insecurities, yet how else are we ever going to love them and accept them and go, wow, yeah, that's a part of me that I know about and I love because I'm looking at it. And by loving it and looking at it, I'm making it more acceptable and okay. And I can actually learn how to navigate this in a way that's helpful for my growth, for who I become, for which roads I take in life when I'm presented with a decision. And those are, that's the biggest deal about all of this that I can mention. And needless to say, that's it. That's the five examples I have. I hope you enjoyed those following examples and how I synthesize the placements in in those make-believe birth charts. <laughs> and I'd like to mention that if you're going on your own through this and you haven't learned under a mentor, go slow, be gentle, grace. My advice is to take as many notes as possible, connect the various synapses of your brain bit by bit and layer by layer, and explored various insights by various astrologers. I like to avoid bigger magazines. I know that there can be really great astrologers there, but they just seem a little bit bleh. I like to look for nitty gritty people. It's the Leo in me, the underdog. I'm always looking for the underdog. Yes, the big shiny magazine articles are there. I want to know the more low-key local people in the interwebs. So that's what I like to do. Do whatever feels best and only take with you what resonates. Even when you're under improper instruction, you're just doing this on your own, which is just as great and dandy, takes a lot of processing to organize the layers. So just go nice and easy. This is not a get fixed quick, LOL, instead of get rich, it's get fixed quick. It's a tool and smallest realizations can be the most healing. So let yourself sit with what comes up. Give yourself the generosity to be curious and lead yourself to the hunger for the consideration upon what you're learning and what you're witnessing within yourself. Drink lots of water, especially as you undergo all this processing, it'll help flush everything through 
and allow the information to seep into your cells. And whoop-de-woo, we're good. We're done. Thank you so much for showing up. I love exploring the parts of the self that may or may not make sense. And I hope that you enjoy it too. I have an itch that you're here because you might like that. We have a few more weeks of dissecting these layers of astrology. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. We will be learning about the nodes next week. So giddy up and ciao for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I say that with a ton of reverence for your time and your energy and for allowing this show to be a part of your day. That is meaningful. Please consider leaving a five-star review, following along on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out the video version on YouTube and come hang out with me on Threads. We are making an impact together every single day that we stand up and we share, we learn, and we thrive.